This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. This is the Voice of Pacific Women on Plains FM 96.9. Hear about what is happening in our Pacific communities, information on well-being, Pacific community activities, and our government updates that are relevant to our Pacific peoples. And of course, our favourite Pacific sounds. This show comes to you with the support of the Ministry for Pacific Peoples. Talofalava Kiorana Nisa Bolovanaka Talohani Fakalofalahiatu Kamna Maori No Ia and Kiora Kutukatoa and warm Pacific greetings. Welcome to the show this morning. It's um, on Plains FM 96.9 on Voice of Pacific Women. Uh, not the last Friday of the month, but second to last Friday of the month. Um, it's good to be back in the pilot seat for you this morning, um, bringing you some good vibes um, and a little bit of sharing of what we've been up to at the ministry, but also what our community is up to at the moment, um, celebrating New Year Language Week. Um, but as you can tell, I'm here alone. I don't have a co-pilot this week, but that is all good. I'm pretty good at talking um, and sharing on what's happening in our community and in these spaces. But before we kick off the show, our word for today. I've actually taken this from another day, actually, because I kind of felt drawn to it. So this one is around good leadership. How would you know to get ready for battle? First uh, Corinthians 14, verse 8. Uh, so no matter how great your vision is, if you're not someone people are willing to follow, it will never be realised. So who... Who you are matters. Here are six thoughts on good leadership. The first one is trust. Connects people to vision, to a vision. With trust, they will get on board and help move the vision forward. Two, leadership isn't just about what you do. It's about inspiring and encouraging others. Good leaders bring out the best in people by sharing the best in themselves. Three, just because you're the leader does not mean uh, don't run around people, don't run people over. Abraham Lincoln said, nearly all the men, nearly all men can stand adversity. But if you want to test a man's character, give him power. And with power comes the responsibility to serve, develop and empower others. Four, rules without relationship need to, rules without relationship lead to resistance. You can have all the rules you want, but if you don't invest in people and develop a relationship with them, they will rebel. And five, Paul says, 
If a bugle call isn't clear, bugle call isn't clear, how would you know to get ready for battle? So lead with optimism, enthusiasm and positive energy. Focus on solutions, not complaints. Philosopher Nicholas Murray Butler said, Optimism is essential to achievement and it is also the foundation of courage and true progress. Uh, And six, good leaders don't have all the answers, but they build a team that has or can get them. So success is a process, not a destination. Winning is a byproduct. To succeed, focus on the people and the focus and the process, not the outcome. So our worship song this morning is actually Lead Me by Nicole Mullen. Mullen. Hear my cry, oh God, I turned unto my prayer, from the ends of the earth, will I cry unto you, when my heart is overwhelmed, and I can hardly stand, lead me to the rock. 
Lead Me by Nicole Mullen, uh, one of my very favourites that I've um, enjoyed over the years, uh, when I need to be inspired, but also just needed that extra um, motivation. And it's quite fitting, the word for today that I got drawn to was around leadership. Um, we've have, We have seen so much of our communities taking the lead and the initiative to lead their initiatives um, continue to serve in our Pacific communities and I guess I just felt drawn to kind of acknowledge them uh, and in particular with the um, the tips that we heard in this morning's uh, word for today. So welcome to the show, Voice of Pacific Woman. Um, once again we are back to share with you what has had what has been happening in our Pacific communities over the last week, and uh, what we've what we have looked what to look forward to in the next coming week, but also um, as we also prepare for so many things as we come to the end of the year. So, if you haven't been involved or you've um, been out and about, and you've been seeing a whole lot of bright colours around the city or around online. Um, we've been celebrating New Year Language Week this week. Um, it kicked off on Sunday and it closes off tomorrow on Saturday, 22nd of October. Uh, so this year's theme for um, Whakahau New Year is, um, and let me attempt to say this, Whakatule um, Vai e Whakahau New Year mo e tau anga whakamotu Ma etau atu atu hau, which means sustain new air language and culture for future generations. So right across the Motu, not just here, but also back in the islands, back home in New Air, on the land of the rock, um, they we have been celebrating New Air, but we continue to celebrate New Air right across the whole year. But for this week, we've been celebrating. New Air Language Week and culture, embracing the language, but also um, celebrating with the wider community. Um, if you don't know, New Air uh, Language Week is one of the one of the three languages, Pacific languages, that we need to um, maintain and support and grow 
the growth of Niue language um, to preserve it. Um, it's one of the endangered languages that we have in the Pacific. So there is a bit of a challenge that we face, but that's not to say it's not an unreachable challenge to, comp- um, to achieve. So it's vital that we preserve the language, sustain and maintain the Niue language and culture for generations to come, hence why uh, the theme is focused on um, our future generations. So leaders across the country and community groups have been running activities right across the um, country from morning, day and night into the evening. And it's been really humbling to watch that online when we see our young people involved in these activities and performances right across um, Aotearoa. But also to see what's happening back home um, in Niue. Um, our minister was there, our minister Alpito was there yesterday. He has been there for the next last couple of days. He was invited to be part of the celebrations for the New Year Constitution Day, which was celebrated yesterday. Um, it must be a nice gig to have, um, to go back to the islands and enjoy the um, the sun. Mind you, our sun, our weather hasn't been too bad here in Christchurch. We've had some pretty um, beautiful days um, reminded again what our winter, our summers will be nice and hot and dry um, so keep yourself hydrated out there so these shows every fortnight are focused on um, uh, this this show Voice of Pacific Women kicked off oh my gosh over 20 odd years ago when I first started 22 odd years ago the, the program was um, had already was already already existed and it was run by two amazing women, two Pacific women, who uh, set the program up to um, promote uh, was to promote a healthy living, healthy eating for Pacific communities. Um, huge insight, really, if you th- think about it. And to this day, this this program continues to run. So we honour um, Edith Eremia and Gwynne Newport. Um, who's kicked off the program and um, for many of us women who've come through the program and many more still to come, um, we're very excited to I'm I'm very humbled that we can still continue this program on behalf of the ministry as well so we've used this platform to share information right across what's happening at the ministry what's happening locally but also what's happening uh, in the South Island from our Pacific communities but also what's happening with our um, across our agencies um, for many of us for those that are not familiar with the ministry um, we do quite a bit of work behind the scenes to inform go- government policies but also um, to engage our Pacific communities that for us is our key piece of work here at the regional par- in the regional partnership team along with the many other teams within our ministry um, our key role is to be the middleman, the, our conduit to our Pacific communities, to advocate, to be their Pacific voice at government, in government tables, in those tables when we're talking about developing programs to serve our Pacific communities, uh, to influence change through government policies, um, but also how do we communicate information to our Pacific communities and vice versa. So there's quite a bit of work that happens behind the scenes and Language Week is one of them. 
um, we've been celebrating. So at the moment, currently, we are, we celebrate officially celebrate nine language weeks, but that's not to say we don't celebrate the other Pacific communities and Micronesian and Melanesian communities that we have been very blessed and fortunate to attend um, during the Independence Days. So New Year Language Week is the 8th out of the 9th. Um, so our communities and our ministry has been busy supporting these amazing events that our communities have been leading and putting on just so that we can embrace and celebrate language and culture. And like I said before, it's very humbling to see our young people, uh, um, uh, our young kids that are um participating in these events but also it's also very humbling to see our non-pacific embracing these events to attending them but also taking part in them um, th- that's why we do what we do just so that we can share and celebrate not just within our pacific communities but also with our other um, non-pacific communities too so when we come back, um, we're going to, I'm just going to talk a little bit more about uh, language weeks, but also share some um, fun facts about New Air. Um, and on that note, we've got um, a selection of New Air tunes to share with you. So I hope you get to, um, hope you enjoy them just as much as I will be here in the studio. <laughs> Kalanga <laughs> Kabe ang ah 
go. <laughs> Sorry. That's our first tune. Um, coming to you from... Let me just get that. <laughs> so I was enjoying that so much that I missed the cue to come in. So there you go. Thank you to New Air um, today. So welcome back to the show, Voice of Pacific Woman. Um, we've been talking about New Air Language Week We've been talking about language weeks and how to how we need to continue to celebrate our language to help preserve it, to sustain it and maintain um, our culture and our language within whatever we do on a daily basis at home, um, but also in our workplace, in our um, workplace at home, but also just in general. So if you're feeling confident in that space or wanting to learn a new language, um, new way is not that hard. Well, for some of us it is, so um, it's not that hard. But actually, you know, Niwe people are really friendly. They're more than welcome to help out and um, help you learn the language. Anyway, um, we've been talking about, so I've got quite a few things on Niwe today, thanks to a dear mate, a good friend, um, who was also shared, um, so this week what we do within the ministry is that when we celebrate Language Week, and it's really good to, um, learn more about someone else's culture other than your own and because it was New Air Language Week this week um, our New Air colleagues have been putting out uh, quizzes, um, daily quizzes um, and it's good though, I think the good thing about quizzes is it actually makes you go out and do a bit of research because not that we're competitive but when there's prizes at stake it's always a competition. So you want to do the best, but also don't want to shame yourself out um, if you get the questions wrong. So quizzes are always good. It makes you go out and then do a bit of research on um, whatever you're researching on. And this week, we had daily quizzes um, on New Air. And I learned so much because uh, 10 questions a day over a period of five five days, that's 50 is that 50? Yeah, that's 50. My math is not so great. That's 50 new fun facts that I learnt about New Wear. That some of them I knew, some of them I totally brand new, obviously, because I'm not Fijian. Uh, sorry, not uh, New Wear. Um, so that's 50 brand new facts that I've put in my kete around New Wear. So um, fun fact that I want to share with you today, because it's always about food, because who doesn't love talking about food? Um, let me just find the right one. Uh, so every, I always ask about national dishes because everyone has a national dish, especially in the Pacific, um, that is quite unique to their islands and you wear has one and I've tasted a few dishes and real yummy, anything to do with coconut is just, I don't know what it is, but just takes you back to, um, uh, yeah, just takes you back to your um, upbringing, your childhood. Anyway, the question is, um, name two, name two new and, uh, two new air traditional dishes. And um, one of them is, well, if you, if you didn't know, then one of them is the unga, which is the um, new air coconut crab um, and if you don't know what it, what it looks like you know what a crab looks like but you don't know if you don't know what a new crab looks a coconut crab looks like look it up 
and it's massive. It's like ten times bigger than a normal crab. <laughs> and the other one is um, takihi, which is a um, I think it's a sweet. It's well the way I tasted it was a sweet dish. It has layers of uh, galo, talo, galo, and layers of um, oh my gosh, it's just gone out of my head. Um, Anyway, I'll find it for you. And then it's got another layer. It's a sweet. It's a papaya. Sorry, I found it. So a layer of coconut, layer of, um, sorry, layer of galo, layer of papaya, and then coconut cream. And then there's another layer of it. And then it's obviously baked in the baked. And it's um, it's set and then it's real yummy. So those two are your new way and traditional dishes. There you go. Another fun fact. Fun fact for you. Um, the the other one, fun fact, here in New Zealand is the pop, what is the population of Niue people living in New Zealand, Aotearoa? And the answer is the 2018 census. So that's now what 18, 19, 20, It's like four years ago. Um, there was over thirty thousand, close to thirty thousand eight hundred and sixty-seven Niue people living in New Zealand. That was back in 2018, so that's quite a huge number. Compared to the population back home, not so much. I couldn't give you that data, but I know when I read it, it was um, not as much as 30,000. Another fun fact, um, which I found quite interesting. Fun fact. Oh, no, this is a fun, fun fact. Um, if you've been watching Celebrity Treasure Island, has anyone been hands up for those that have been watching Celebrity Treasure Island? I've got my hand up. Um, just by random, flicked through it, and then I ended up watching it. Um, the question is, name the Tanata Newware on Celebrity Treasure Island. Now, if you watch, um, so the answer is uh, Shimpao Lulisi. Lulisi. Um, He's a bit of a comedian. So if you've watched movies like, there's some um, movies that have been put out that he's in. He's also been in other, he's an actor. Sorry, I should have said that. He's an actor. So if you Google him, he's been on a few shows and a couple of movies with um, Oscar Kitely and a couple of other funny actors, all funny guys. He's a bit of a comedian, but um, he was he was on that show. He's well, is he on that show now? No, actually, he's not. He's actually been voted off. I think that was last week. My bad. So if you watch the earlier shows of Silly Really Treasure Island, he's on there, but he got voted off last week. So sorry, team. If you're going to go watch it now because of Shimpao, you won't see him on there because he got voted off. (laughs) Anyway... um, when we come back, I'll share some more fun facts about New Air and also what we've been up to at the ministry. Um, a little blast from the past I'd like to share with you on the show. Uh, this blast from the past, not quite so far back in the 70s or 80s, uh, but definitely the 90s. Um, this is a Shefu number, so you should enjoy this one. Um, if you don't know, Shefu is also in New Air, so and a local artist here in New Zealand. No 
gets luminous Light everywhere He said earlier this year He tuned down real low Searching on the hi-fi radio And then something moved him He's never been the same since This Walks real slow pace. She knows where she be going. International lifestyle control amplified by what she knows. Knapsacks, headphones. She be stepping with that rugged flow. She powerful. Her mind's on audio. This So that was uh, Shefu, Navigator. If you enjoyed that, um, you've got a few more things coming through from new New Way artists. So we're celebrating New Way Language Week today. If you haven't noticed already, uh, a bit of a focus on that, but also um, just a reminder around our language weeks and why we do what we do at the ministry behind the scenes to support our Pacific communities to thrive and to prosper in the spaces that um, that keeps them well, and language and culture is one of them, as well as along with our, um, our faith and our spirituality. So here's a fun fact: um, we uh, we were given um, quizzes this week by one of our New Year colleagues. Um, he sent them out daily, and uh, like I said before, ten questions a day. It's fifty. Close off today, so I've learnt fifty new facts around New Year. Um, good thing about quizzes and makes you go and do some research. Um, nothing wrong with doing a bit of research on something that you enjoy doing. Anyway, one of the fun facts um, 
that I just thought I'll share with you is um, Niue is referred to as what of Polynesia? What of Polynesia? Any guesses? No one? Okay, well, I'll tell you anyway. Um, it's known or referred to as the Rock of Polynesia. If you haven't heard that already, you heard that for the first time here on Plains FM 96.9 on Voice of Pacific Women. That was a nice plug. Um, for those that follow the um, nominations and new, news, uh, New Year's Honours, Queen's Honours and Queen's Birthday Honours, um, this year we were blessed and really fortunate and so happy for Dr Colin. Uh, he was um, honoured the, the title of Sir Dr Colin this year for Queen's Birthday Honours. Um, huge achievement for our Pacific communities to have someone... Um, as Dr. Colin in there as one of our um, key leaders, um, a, an aspiring leader, someone that you can look up to and think um, you can be inspired by. And I love talking to Dr. Colin. He's a bit of a straight shooter. You can get a straight answer from him. But at the same time, too, uh, solutions around what can be, what we can do to support um, the ministry. Um, so, that, yeah, uh, that's a fun fact. The other one... I will share some more as we go through the program. But I just wanted to just reach out and just share with you um, some of the things that have happened over the last couple of weeks with the ministry um, and some changes there. So we get quite a few questions around um, funding. um, And we currently have, we've got a whole series and selection of funding that you can go into our website, www nz to look up and see what's available. Uh, for a majority of them, they're closed at the moment, but please look out for them for the for the opening dates. But there we do have one fund that is open at the moment, um, and it actually closes next month. Uh, sorry, I take that back. Um, currently open. It's currently open, which is the Delavar, the Delavar Dawn Raids History Community Fund, is now opened. So the Delavar Fund, um, Dawn Raids History Community Fund, supports communities to tell their own stories of their experiences of the Dawn Raids. Um, the first round was launched in November last year, and so this is the second round of the fund that is now open. Uh, so for those, for a little bit of background, through Budget 2022, so when I say Budget 2022, this has been Government Go, um, they do their consultations and then they we everyone puts their proposals in to bid for money um, to support these services and the work that we do. So here at the Ministry, through Budget 22, a second round of the fund was established um, to enable individuals, artists, historians community groups to tell their own stories of the experiences of the Dawn Raids. Just so, um, and the reason why um, that exists is so we can generate and preserve and raise awareness of this time in history. Um, For a lot of people, it's still quite raw 
and um, and choose not to share, and that is okay because it, it's a it's a process and a journey for everyone um, during this time during that time. Um, but we have also people out there that are wanting to share that share the experience and the story. So for people like us and myself, for people like myself who were not part of it back in the 70s, but actually acknowledge that it is part of our New Zealand history and it needs to be shared so that um, we understand, as, you know, for me personally, to understand uh, why we do what we do here in New Zealand so that it's um, so that we can see our families and communities and young people thrive in these spaces. So the fund is open at the moment. It closes in... It closes in uh, February. So there is a bit of time to go through and look at uh, projects... Um, initiatives that you might want to run in the community um, and it closes in February late February um, I will share that date closer to the time and then the um, applicants will be informed by March next year so there is a bit of time to have a wee think about your project to develop it, design it and then put an application through so that we can deliver something next. so that you've got a delivery you can deliver it next year um so the fund is available. It's up, available up to f- fifty thousand, while funding of up to fifty thousand is available. Um, we also encourage the smaller scale initiatives that can include school or family projects related to dawn raids. So that's really encouraging. Um, it's it's very broad, so you have opportunities to have a look at um, what you can be done on a smaller scale as well as a larger scale. Um, okay, so that's that's the fund. That's a very common question that we get asked at the ministry. Um, what funding do you have available? Um, like I said, we have quite a series of funding that's available um, to our communities, but currently closed. Um, just an example, uh, Pacific Aotearoa Community Outreach Fund. Uh, we also have Pacific Languages Fund. Uh, we have a suite of Taloa um, fund that's available to support um, initiatives around STEAM, which is science, technology, engineering, um, arts, and maths. Um, so that's exciting. Um, so that's Taloa. And then we've got also Taola Business Fund, uh, Pacific Building Affordable Homes Fund. So these, we've got a series of funds that are, that's available to our Pacific communities, but most of them. All of them are closed except for Delavar. That's the only fund that's currently open. But I guess I encourage you to watch the space or listen out for the space on when these funds will be will become available. Okay, so that's enough about funding. Um, another New Zealand artist, or well, another Newe artist that we have here, and we're very fortunate enough to have here in New Zealand is um, Tommy Tommy Nee, so enjoy this number.
out there who's doing his thing and that's Tommy Nee um, with Phil one of my favourites um, add that onto your playlist uh, welcome back to the show Voice of Pacific Woman 
um, here, Plains FM on Plains FM 96.9. Uh, we've been talking all things um, languages and culture, um, what we're offering at the ministry in terms of funding, um, but also sharing some fun facts about what's happening uh, up in the new way. We've been really lucky to have some people in our ministry uh, to share a little bit about them. They're very passionate and very um, humbled by um, being new, new and sharing a part of their culture with us. We've been very fortunate. Um, so welcome back. I just wanted to share a little bit more about the ministry, um, the work that we've been up to, um, some of the programs that we get asked about um, behind the scenes. Um, so I've been with the ministry for some time now and just a note, uh, when I first started at the ministry, we didn't have a lot on our rate. We didn't have a lot on our work program because um, it was such a small ministry. It was about 40-odd people back in the day and that was over 20, 20 years ago. Um, fast forward 20-odd years later, um, we are a ministry of just over four. Uh, 400, wouldn't that be nice? Just over 130 odd staff here at the ministry and our teams have grown from having two, 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 three teams to now a various raft of teams from languages, policy, a languages team, policy team, uh, research and evaluation, as well as our regional partnership team, which is the engagement part, engagement team of our ministry. Um, service delivery, as well as our um, our office and back of house team, which keeps our uh, machine and office running. Um, but within our teams, there are uh, many projects that uh, we've been able to stand up, but also to stand up for our Pacific communities. And I just wanted to share a couple of them, uh, a few of them. I just previously shared before around the funding that's available. So some of these programs include Toloa, which is our program to support STEAM. Uh, we've been involved in the Dawn Raids Apology and as well as the commemoration. Um, Pacific Language Weeks is a yearly annual thing for us and that is the point of difference that we can offer, a point of difference from other agencies in terms of what we offer the community. But not just within the system, but also with the wider community and other agencies. So Pacific Languages continues to grow each year. Um, and also our other communities that are celebrating their independence too. Pacific Languages Strategy. Um, we launched the Pacific Languages Strategy now going three weeks now. Um, if you had the chance to go online to watch the um, launch, it was truly amazing and very humbling. Quite emotional too for a lot of people who have worked so tirelessly behind the scenes for many years to teach the language and now to have it formally acknowledged at a government level in terms of a strategy that supports the future of Pacific languages and culture. Um, as well as that, we also launched the Pacific Wellbeing Strategy that was launched uh, around the same time with the Pacific Languages Strategy um, and that's very, that's a huge piece of work uh, with government around wellbeing um, but also for us um, a Pacific Wellbeing Strategy that looks at wellbeing um, from a Pacific lens um, and implementation lens too. So uh, other programs that we are involved in um, that we lead is the Tupu Aotearoa Programme 
this is a huge piece of our service delivery around supporting our people into training or employment. Um, and this is now open in terms of um, age group from about 16 up. Um, so people that are uh, young people that are not in education or are not training. Um, but also for our uh, mature um, Pacific peoples that are wanting to upskill themselves, um, this is an opportunity for you to get a, um, to be part of through Tupu Aotearoa. Uh, we also have programs like the Pacific Housing Initiative. Uh, we have a nomination service. Nominations as services is one of those services that behind the scenes. It um, has makes a huge impact in our community, but behind the scenes. Uh, people are not aware of our, nom- our nomination services and what that means. So hopefully one day we'll be able to get them on the show and get them to tell us more about what the nomination services are. Um, and if we think about that, nominations, we have a lot of boards, national boards, that we are um, asked to nominate Pacific peoples to sit on at a national level, but also when you hear about these um, Queen's Honours Awards, um New Year's and uh, Queen's Birthday, then um, this is the work of some of the work. This is the work that we do behind the scenes in the nomination service. Um, so that space is is a is a humbling space when you see our people have have achieved um, that sort of that kind of acknowledgement from our. Um, Um, from our community, but also at that level. And it just dawned on me um, moving forward that now that the, our Queen Elizabeth have passed, I guess it'll be, I guess, watch the space on what that happens for our nominations moving forward for um, a Commonwealth, really, and whether they will be um, King's Birthday Awards. Right, so it's not Queen's anymore, it'll be Queen, King's Birthday and King's New Year's honours. Isn't that interesting? I just, I just, yeah, thought I'd just share that. <laughs> um, so, yes, so that is, I'm just going to perhaps um, have something in the background. Um, the other services we also provide is um, around, you would have heard the Pacific Aotearoa Community Outreach Work this has been a huge piece of our work over the last couple of years, just around COVID. Um, you would have seen a whole lot of activity in our communities with, um, with vaccination, but still continue to this day, um, encouraging vaccination in our communities for COVID, but also um, our normal vaccination around our children for um, our you know, baby vaccinations and all that stuff. And um, school start for those that have children they have to start school, they have to have their vaccination done for five years and when they get to teens so that work still continues for our communities so that Pacific Aotearoa community outreach work still continues for us within the, in the watching brief with the COVID, with COVID happening still continues to happen in this day but we're just learning to live with it um, the other piece of work is around uh, Prime Minister Pacific Youth Awards that has just been um, launched um, for applications. So to our young people out there who are wanting to um, look at how do we nominate others, um, it's now open. 
and it closes on the 11th of November. So Prime Minister Specific Youth Awards, this has been going for over 10 years now, and so every year there are categories in the region, there are categories in the awards that you can apply to, um, and each of them each of them um, celebrates different categories within um, within the within the event. So, um, if you're seventeen to twenty four, and you want to enhance your journey, and you're enhancing your journey in terms of leadership, in terms of accelerating in other areas, in several fields, advocating on behalf of language and culture, leadership and entrepreneur. Um, efforts in the arts, education and in general the community have a look at those categories see which one that you think you fit into and apply Um, a great opportunity to be acknowledged for your support um, in your community but also right across the sector too so just to mention some of the awards categories are Community Star Award each of them has a criteria for it obviously recognises a young person who has made significant contribution to the well-being of their local community. There is an International Scholar Award, uh, recognises a young person, Pacific young person, epitomises the strong positive relationship between Aotearoa New Zealand and the Pacific Islands. There's also a Business and Entrepreneurship Award, Arts and Creativity Award, a Language, Culture and Identity Award, a commercial and corporate one, teaching and education and leadership and inspiration award. Now, one of the common questions that I've heard through the community is that you don't need to be an academic to apply for these awards. Have a look look at the category um, if you fit that criteria in that category. I really do encourage you to apply for these awards and in these categories, it's a fun, it's a, it's a, it's a fun opportunity. It, it's a, a great opportunity to be acknowledged in the spaces that you work. And I'm sure there's other people out there that might nominate, might want to nominate others to participate in that space too. So, um, great opportunity to get involved in that. So that's another thing that's open is the Prime Minister Specific Youth Awards. Each of those categories will have a, um, uh, a prize. It sounds bad, eh? No, it's not a prize, but they, they, each of those awards are sponsored by an organisation or a private sector that actually comes with a prize um, in terms of what will be offered, what can be offered in those categories. So get in there, young people, 17 to 24 years old, apply for the Prime Minister Specific Youth Awards, or if you know someone that deserves the award, then by all means apply for them because they deserve it. Everyone deserves to have a, a platform to celebrate who they are and what they've achieved. Anyway, um, we've almost come to the end of the show. Um, and um, as we close this off, just want to wish you um, the best weekend ahead. For those that don't know, who work so hard, they don't know that there's a holiday on Monday. It's Labor Weekend, long weekend. So don't do any work, rest up, spend some time with your family. And if you can, extend your leave, extend it for the rest of the week next week and have a nice extra, extra long weekend. Um, But all the best for the next week um, and the weekend. Um, Take care, take care of yourselves and look after each other.